Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Star Wars Blip Podcast. It is May the 4th, and you know what that means. It is International Star Wars Day. This today, Visions dropped. Uh, it is a very special day. We got Visions, I believe, last May the 4th. Visions did drop as well. I could be wrong. Is was that the was that the last May fourth? I know twenty twenty one May fourth they had a Star Tours of Attack of the Clones um, that they did. So that was super cool. Star Tours is basically like uh, an amusement park ride over at Disney. It's super cool. Um, it was you know a heyday in the nineties. So yeah, it's May the fourth, guys. And just right off the bat. Um, Let's talk about Return of the Jedi that was re-released in theaters April 28th. Now, before we get into that, make sure you subscribe to the Star Wars Split Podcast wherever you get your podcast. It helps out the show so much when you do leave a review. I appreciate it. All right, so Return of the Jedi, what did I think about it? I thought it was an okay movie. I thought it kind of got a little slow with the Ewoks. Um, I know George Lucas wanted to really incorporate some sort of like funny creature to kind of like lure in the kids. Now, we, we've been saying this before. That Star Wars is something for kids. It, it is something for kids, and that is exactly what George Lucas wanted to do with Star Wars. But as we kind of step into this new age of Star Wars, it's 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 a lot more adult content, uh, as we've seen, you know, in Andor, in the in the Mandalorian, things like that. Um, but I'm just gonna go out and say that Return of the Jedi is probably my favorite original trilogy movie. Now, I am going to be watching the original trilogy this summer to basically, you know, realign myself with the pure Star Wars. And it's interesting because I will watch like a new Star Wars movie. Um, I'll watch like a sequel or a prequel movie and I'll be like, this has this is so different from the original trilogy. And then I'll go back and watch the original trilogy. And I'm like, no, it's all coherent. Literally all the shuttles all the layout of Star Wars, all, all like the, 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 the Stormtrooper helmets, the everything is coherent. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Like the things that we are seeing right now in Star Wars, like with the Mandalorian, you know, the, the, the blasters in the Mandalorian, the ships in the Mandalorian, the new stuff. It's exactly what we see in the original trilogy. And I think that's so cool that Star Wars is kind of keeping this coherent theme. They're not really straying from the original trilogy too much. Now, I did, you know, a lot of people say the sequels were terrible. I don't believe the sequels were terrible. They were good movies, and frankly, they were decent Star Wars movies. Now, I don't 100% agree with every single thing the sequels say, but for the most part, I actually do like the sequel trilogy. I think it was a, you know, it was a great step, um, but it needs more just it needs more justification. Uh, and I think the rest of Star Wars is going to try to make the sequel trilogy more coherent and less, you know, noticeable from the rest of the uh, Star Wars movies. So, yeah, Visions drops today. I'm going to watch some Visions episode in a few minutes uh, and then come at you guys pretty soon. Uh, Visions, I can't, cannot wait for that. The only thing I'm not, I, I can wait for is the Claymation episode in Visions. I detest claymation with a burning passion, and one of the episodes in, in Star Wars Visions, which is a new show, is claymation. Uh, that's mm, I just don't like claymation for some weird reason. I think it's disgusting. Anyways, back to Return of the Jedi. 
it was interesting because I feel like they gave the movie a once-over with CGI and coloring and details uh, because the movie looked so clean. The movie looked like a 2023 movie in some regards. Um, some of the most notable parts of the movie were where Luke is fighting uh, on Jabba's sail barge. He's, like, killing the guards right before he has to walk the plank into the Sarlacc pit. He draws his lightsaber. And that, for some reason, it was kind of emotional for me because we just feel the power of Luke when he draws his lightsaber. It's so crisp. The sound of the lightsaber, when it when it draws, it's just so crisp and emotional and just... Uh, it's, screams of power and it's it's amazing yeah uh that was one notable part the the okay i feel like okay on endor when princess leia and luke are chasing the scout trooper that is riding his you know uh hover bike the scout trooper riding his hover bike where were they going what were they trying to do maybe they maybe the scout trooper was trying to get back to some sort of imperial base to tell the rest of the imperials that there were rebels on the island or you know something like that but i feel like the chase scene on endor with luke leia and the scout troopers on their bikes was a little pointless it was still really cool um that first scene the scout trooper he gets on his bike and he just blasts off into the forest and it's like oh my gosh it's so cool and plus okay ben burt on the sound design for this movie absolutely spectacular. Star Wars was so revolutionary to the sound design world. People have never, like, uh, people, even, like, things like Blaster Fire, Darth Vader's voice, completely revolutionary for the cinema world. Something we've never seen before come to life in Star Wars. Uh, so, yeah, that's just amazing. <laughs> it's funny, because I look down at my calendar, and it says May 4th, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's May the 4th, oh my gosh. Oh, it's a great day for Star Wars. We got Visions today. Go ahead and watch Visions. Uh, I have great expectations for that show, except for the Claymation episode. Stay away from that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Return of the Jedi was great. It was just, it, it was so cool to see the fans, you know, given the love. I, I walk into the theater, I go down to my seat, and I notice that the theater is pretty packed. It's more than halfway filled. People never go to the movies on Tuesday nights, and that's when I saw the movie. It was Tuesday night. Today's Thursday, so I saw it two days ago. The movie was packed. I was surprised. I was like, wow, there's actually a lot of people here. So that's good that people are actually willing to see a 30-year-old, 40, 50-year-old movie that was made in the 80s. Like, bro, that's that's pretty crazy. So I think that just is an ode to... People still love Star Wars, and Star Wars is going to be around for a long time because there's unlimited characters that you can make stories out of, and yeah, it's just, it's a beautiful world, and I'm glad to be a part of it, um, but yeah, today we got Visions, uh, and The Return of the Jedi was spectacular, and if you have time, go see it. I highly recommend it. It looks spectacular. Even though it's a movie made in the 80s, they, they gave it a CGI once over the movie, and it's, it looks spectacular. Just the, the shots they did. Um, and just, yeah, like literally that movie was made in the 80s. And I'm like, how in the world did they use CGI, use this technology to make the movie? One thing, one huge Easter egg that I kind of freaked out when I saw. All right. It's in the end of the movie. Darth Vader dies. The second Death Star explodes. 
Luke goes back on Endor and he burns his father's body. Now, as soon as he does that, he turns around and he sees three force ghosts. He sees Yoda, he sees Obi-Wan, and he sees his father, Anakin. Now, when this movie, Return of the Jedi, was first released in the 1980s, Hayden Christensen wasn't even born yet, or was so young. Hayden Christensen couldn't play in the original movie of Return of the Jedi. So I think they added Hayden Christensen to the movie after the prequels. Because it's Return of the Jedi. We see Anakin, we see Obi-Wan, and we see Yoda. So, bro, they added Anakin after the prequels. And I never knew that. Return of the Jedi is probably the least... The, the, the most... It's, it's the original trilogy movie that I've seen the least. Which is unfortunate, because it's the best one. So anyways, the Easter egg with Anakin at that last part was super cool. Because the timing is completely off. This this movie was made in 1980. Hayden Christensen was like... Hayden Christensen was probably like four or five years old. So... It's interesting how they added Hayden Christensen after the prequels to Return of the Jedi, which is a movie made in 1980. So I thought that was cool. And of course, there's going to be people out there like, bro, of course I knew that. I saw, I watched that movie in like the 2000s. And of course it's there, of course. But I'm like, I've never seen that. So super cool. Return of the Jedi, highly recommend it. Go watch it. Heck, go watch Visions today because it's out. Visions is out. And I hope it's going to be good because season one of Visions was fire and I had pretty good expectations for season two. So yeah, that's going to be great. Yeah, I'm on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcast, Google Podcasts. I've also have social media. I would love to hear your thoughts. Send me an email or leave a review. Give me five stars, please. For now, my name's Ty. And yeah, may the fourth be with you. See what I did there? Got you. Got you. You thought I was going to say may the force. Nah, 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 nah. May the fourth be with you. <laughs>